let me take this opportunity to welcome everybody and apologize that today I can't be able to show my face uh, because I'm not in my space due to the load shedding in my house. I had to go and be somewhere in exile within an area which doesn't have a load shedding currently. And I hope I am uh, in a position to be clear on what I'm saying. Everybody hear me loud and clear. Uh, today, we'll be having a briefing by the business rescue practitioners on the status update regarding the rescue processes uh, of Mango. Uh, I would like to welcome all the delegation uh, from Mango Stroke SAA because I think the person who is the chair of the board who is supposed to be leading this delegation is the interim chair of SAA uh, as we understand that Mango was uh, an entity within the SAA. Uh, I hope the minister or deputy minister is present. I don't see any of them, but uh, because I don't want us to waste time, I only had the deputy minister's apology, uh, who is uh, in the air currently flying from somewhere to the Eastern Cape, I think. Um, he will be in a position to lock in immediately when he lands. Uh, uh, let's get the first the other apologies so that we know who is here, who is not here. Uh, can we go to secretary? Secretary, can you quickly give us the apologies? Hello. Uh, good morning, Chair. Good morning, Honorable Members. The apologies that I received from the Portfolio Committee is from Honorable Kachalia and Honorable Ngwangwa. Our delegation for today is led by, is led by Honorable um, Honorable, Honorable uh, Deputy Minister Moswale. He will join the meeting at 11 o'clock. And also there's a uh, delegation Delegation for DPE is Ms. J. Mulisane and Advocate M. Magobe, the DTG, and Mr. E. Bessa, the Chief Director. The delegation from SAA is Professor J. Lamula, Interim Board Chair, and Mr. B. Zwane, Non-Executive Director. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, thank you, Secretary. Okay. Acting okay. Secretary. Okay. Uh, one person at a time. <laughs> who is chair? Who is being chair? The secretary. It's me, Lebu, the PLO. Uh, the submission okay. of the minister's apology. He's attending cabinet committees, which uh, have already started. That, that is the omission okay. of what we submitted to, to the secretariat. Thanks, chair. Uh, okay. Another one, chair. Okay. Another one, who's that? It's Honorable Kumani. Okay, okay, Kumani. 
Thank you very much. Good morning. I uh, hereby note the apology of Honorable Maudwe due to ill health. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, Honorable members, let's go to the business of the day. Uh, we are living in a very difficult period. Low shedding starting to disrupt everything. Before we are disrupted, let's go to the interim board chair to to give us the the, 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 the the overview and then after that you will give over to the department because I understand that it is the Department of Public Enterprise that's supposed to provide us with this uh, briefing. Uh, if it's not they will they, they will tell us. Uh, uh, honorable Chairperson, uh, Honorable Magatla, uh, and Honorable Members of the Portfolio Committee, uh, colleagues uh, from uh, uh, <coughs> the DPE, uh, and uh, I am uh, accompanied by uh, Ms. Bembe Zwane, uh, who is uh, the Chairperson of the uh, Mango Airlines Board, which, according to legal prescripts, uh, has been in abeyance since the appointment of the uh, BRP on the 2nd of August, uh, 2021. Uh, Chairperson, it is uh, a pleasure and an honor uh, for us to have uh, every opportunity that uh, we are given to bring the portfolio committee uh, apprised on the developments uh, within uh, South African Airways uh, and all aspects of its activities, which in this instance, it is a matter of uh, the uh, the business rescue process at Mango Airlines. Um, uh, for for purposes of uh, of today, in uh, response to the invitation from the portfolio committee, uh, we have uh, the delegation from the Department of Public Enterprises, who I understand in consultation with the with the business rescue practitioners they will uh, give uh, an appropriate uh, presentation to the committee. Uh, with your permission, uh, Chairperson, uh, we have uh, Ms. Uh, Jackie Mudisane, the Acting uh, uh, Director General, and uh, the Deputy Director General, Mr. Ma Advocate Makobe, who will be uh, leading the, the presentation as prepared and received uh, from the uh, uh, the BRP, uh, I see from the BRP uh, uh, office uh, we have Miss uh, Otsetri, um, uh, uh, who will also, if necessary, uh, be there to take uh, whatever is required for com further communication uh, with the with the BRP process. Uh, from the perspective, for I'm Jeff not sure whether it's me who has. Uh... Who doesn't hear you? I think you are muted. Uh, I am not muted, Chairperson. Wow. He, can you still hear me, sir? Okay, or do other, can other you members hear me? Maybe someone could indicate if it is only the Chairperson. It's only the Chairperson. <laughs> Uh, Honorable Chairperson, it's only yourself, unfortunately. Uh, but in any case, I'd come to the end of my remarks 
and I will invite uh, Advocate uh, Makobe. Uh, perhaps it'll be more audible and it could summarize for the chairperson uh, what I have just said. Mr. Makobe, Advocate Makobe taking over, please. Uh, as the chairperson pleases. Thank you, uh, chairperson of the board and uh, good morning to the members of the committee and the chairperson. Uh, I'm trying to share the screen. Can I be allowed or can someone in secretariat share the screen of the presentation? Hello. Can you help yes, us? Yes, I gave the permission. I already gave the permission. Okay. okay. But please remove the agenda so that he can come on. Oh, okay. Okay, I zoom. I'm, I'm now on. Thank you, Chairperson and Honorable Members. I will be making a presentation on the progress update on the Mango business uh, uh, rescue process. Firstly, we will look at the update or, on the business rescue in terms of the background of how Mango entered the business rescue process. We will then look at the business rescue plan. We will then look at the timelines in terms of the completion of the business rescue process. Number two, we'll look at the process update with regard to bringing an investor on board in Mango. We'll look at the funding that has been extended for this process and funding that still needs to be extended to Mango to finalize the process. And we will then look at what are the next steps in this regard. If we start with the background to the business uh, rescue process of Mango, Mango was placed in voluntary business rescue on the 28th of July, 2021. And Mr. Siposono was appointed as the business rescue practitioner on the 2nd of August, 2021. For every business rescue process to be successful, there has to be funds that are allocated for the restructuring of that particular entity and an amount of 819 million was allocated to Mango for the restructuring processes. And that was done through the Special Appropriations Act. It is important to indicate to you, Chairperson and the honorable members, that strict controls uh, on how the money can be spent uh, was put in place. So we needed to understand from the business rescue practitioner, uh, what will the, the money be used for? and he will have to make a motivation before every funding can be extended uh, to SAA to give it to the business rescue practitioner. There were tranches, so the money was transferred in tranches. It was not transferred. All of it, and actually I'll explain later that even the whole 819 million was not uh, extended uh, to Mango. Then the business rescue plan was developed by the business rescue practitioners in line with the provisions of the Companies Act, and the plan was published on the 29th of October, 2021. But that plan outlined that Mango will resume operations in December, 2021 with a reduced fleet and also a reduced staff complement, initially from 708 to 412 employees, but ultimately that all the employees will then exit Mango. A meeting of the creditors was convened and held on the 15th of November, 2021, to consider the business rescue plan. 
because the business rescue plan to be effective, it must be uh, voted on by the majority of the creditors. But at that meeting of the 15th of November, 2021, SAA proposed that the meeting being adjourned so that the business rescue plan can be amended to exclude resumption of operations until an investor comes on board. As I indicated earlier that the plan at that time was that uh, Mango will then resume operation in December, 2021. So that plan was then amended to say, Mango will only resume operations once an investor comes on board. And also because uh, the fiscal is very constrained and will not be able to put in the capital needed for the operations to have resumed at that time. So that motion of the SAA was put to the creditors meeting. The business rescue plan was amended and that amended plan was adopted on the 2nd of December, 2021. Now, as a result of that amendment, which had said that uh, the operations will not resume until an investor has come on board, it meant that uh, most of the staff will not be required as Mango will not be operating. And then a process was undertook of a VSP, voluntary severance package and retrenchments in terms of section 189 uh, of the Labor Relations Act to effectively terminate all employment contracts. Uh, I'll talk about the numbers of the VSP and the retrenchments and those that have resigned in the later slides. Um, as a result of that, uh, there were fixed-term contracts that were concluded, and those were concluded at the reduced remuneration, given the fact that there was no enough funding for Mango, with just over 40 initially, and later that was reduced to 18 employees. To really to assist with critical care maintenance, matters like your IT, your finance, and also making sure that the reg regulatory requirements are adhered to. If we move to the, to the next slide, which is really the business rescue plan of Mango in terms of what are really the salient features of that business rescue plan. The, the business rescue plan really anticipate that there will be an investor that is coming into, into, into Mango. I'll get into the details in terms of the uh, process that was followed and the outcome of that process uh, in the later slides. With regard to the operations, um, the, the plan indicates that the operations will resume once the investor has been identified, and that will be for the cost of investors. I indicated earlier that the fiscals were not able to put in the working capital of Mango. With regard to the aircraft leases, the, the leases were canceled and aircraft returned to the lessor. So the investor, once the investor comes in, the, the investor, will then make a determination in terms of the leases that, um, that, that they want to enter into uh, in terms of operating Mango going forward. Uh, once you, when you prepare a business rescue plan, you've got to incorporate a business plan um, for the company in terms of how the company uh, will operate going forward. And uh, five to eight aircraft could be leased to launch the operations. And obviously that will be in line with what uh, the investor will then determine. With regard to the issue of the employees, as I'd indicated that um, all the employees had to exit uh, Mango, 603 of them exited via the voluntary severance packages. 102 of them were retrenched through the Section 189 process. 
and uh, three resign uh, so that they can pursue other employment opportunities. Obviously, once the, uh, the investor process has been finalized, uh, then employees will be employed uh, based on the model that the investor will adopt. With regard to the, to, to the customers, you may be asking what happens then to the customers of Mango, some of which have bought tickets. There'll be vouchers that will be issued by the investor for the value of the ticket. And the plan says, if the investor is not found, then Mango will have to be one down. And then once, if Mango is one down, it means that the customers will be treated as the concurrent crazy does and they will receive the dividend in line with the rankings uh, uh, in terms of our law. With regard to the creditors, the, the creditors of Mango were owed 2.8 billion and funds have been set aside to pay the creditors claim. But the beauty of a business rescue process is that you are able to negotiate with the creditors in terms of what they will receive from, the, uh, from Mango. Uh, so it will not be the full amount, it will be a negotiated amount. With regard to the regulatory requirements, uh, as members may be aware that the licenses have been suspended for 24 months, uh, and then there will be an engagement with the relevant authorities to make sure that the licenses and the routes uh, are retained, because that's quite important uh, for this business rescue process uh, to be able to be successful, but also to indicate to, to, to the honorable mem members that there is really value in Mango. If we get the right investor and we get the right deal, we could be able to see Mango uh, in the sky again. With regard to the business rescue timelines, I've already indicated most of uh, the timelines there, but I would like to just focus on the September to October 2022. We have been informed by the business rescue practitioner that an investor has been identified. I'll go uh, into the details in terms of that a bit later, but that is subject to the approval by the shareholder, uh, the ultimate shareholder, which is the government. So we are waiting for the business rescue practitioner to submit an application in terms of the PFMA for the approval of that investor so that we know who is that investor. Uh, we can then determine uh, whether whatever they are putting on the table is something that we can accept as government, whether it's something that is viable. We will have to do our own due diligence and, and, and ensure that whatever offer is there makes commercial sense. And once we have done that determination, honorable chairs and honorable members, we can come to the committee and be able to explain to the committee our assessment of what the business rescue practitioner has put on the table and whether we are able to approve that. And if we're not able to approve that, then what happens going forward? And obviously after the PFMA approval, there will have to be competition commission approval and also approval from the regulatory authorities. If we can move into the investor process update, just to indicate the process that the business rescue practitioners have followed um, in terms of bringing an investor into Mango, the expression of interest were received and the requirement was that they must indicate the proof of funding and the technical ability. Uh, bidders were also given additional time to supplement their submission, but the initial expressions of interest were deficient in that the parties were not able to provide proof of funding. 
there, there are many companies and many interested uh, buyers for, 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 for transactions like this. But for it to be successful, there has to be a pool of funding. The party must have the financial muscle to be able to enter into the transaction. Many of the bidders that are bidding uh, for, for, for the stakes are not able to uh, provide the proof of funding. So six preliminary bidders qualified to move to the next phase uh, of the process, but also to indicate that as, as part of the process, there will be unsolicited bids that comes in into the process. And, and, and that's how deals are struck, is a live transaction. Uh, even if you have, expressed, you have received uh, initial expressions of interest, people, as the process goes on, you know, will then have uh, to be interested and, and submit unsolicited bids. Then there were the second uh, process was the binding offer, where there was a requirement that you've got to provide the proof of financial and technical uh, ability. As I indicated earlier, it's quite difficult for some of the parties to provide uh, the financial uh, requirements that are required. Uh, so the process took really long, as most people struggle to secure funding uh, for the transaction. Then a virtual data room was set up so that all bidders can, can have access uh, to information and undertake their own due diligence. Uh, but that was done also on the proviso that they sign a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, after that has been done, then management then took them through the presentations so that they can understand the business that they are interested in. And that process was completed. There were draft agreements um, that were also shared with those who are interested so that they can review them and they can share with their council. But those are draft agreements because at that stage, there was no pre uh, a preferred bidder. As I indicated, there has to be an application in terms of section 54 to the shareholder. We are waiting for that application. We understand that the business rescue practitioner will submit that application uh, shortly so that then we can determine who is this party that is interested in Mango and whether really what they are presenting to us is viable. Once we have done that determination, we'll come back to the committee and report as such. Of course, there must be other regulatory um, approvals, approval by the Competition Commission and the Air Licensing Council. Once we have agreed as the shareholder and we have approved uh, that investor, then the Competition Commission and the licensing council processes will then, can, then kick in. I'll then move into the financial uh, update, as I indicated earlier, that an amount of 819 million was allocated for the mango restructuring. And that's how restructuring in terms of uh, business rescue process works. You've got to provide the post-commencement finance to ensure that that process becomes successful. Um, and as I indicated earlier, that funding was advanced in trenches between August 2021 to May 2022 uh, with fairly strict requirements and for us to understand what is that funding being used for. So the final tranche of 225 million was transferred to the business rescue practitioner in May 2022. So ultimately, Mango has received 734 million of the allocated 890 million. So we have not uh, transferred the whole of it. Uh, 85 million was withheld and creditors have accepted the reduced injection. 
So there is an amount of 85 million that has not and will not be transferred as part of the restructuring of Mango. And that way, it was really after a very productive discussion between Mango, SAA, DPE, and also the business rescue practitioner. So that has also been approved by the creditors. So the amount of that 85 million will not be uh, given for the structuring of Mango. As I indicated, the funds that were received were, in terms of the table, they sent 734 million. Uh, the retrenchment cost and the salaries cost, as indicated, there is 430 million. The business rescue fees is 25 million. It's quite an expensive process, the business rescue. But there's a lot of protections that you will get, especially with regard to the, to the creditors, because you are able to negotiate with the creditors in terms of uh, what dividend they receive, how much in a, in a rent are they going to get. With regard to the legal fees, there's an amount of 9 million that has been spent. And the valuation cost is 2 million. The other care and maintenance costs uh, about 4.4 million. And the post-commencement claims an amount of 6.3. So the total fund utilization is there as for 477. There's a remaining fund for creditor and other payments that needs to be made, which is 256 million. But as I indicated earlier, an amount of 85 million will be withheld. What is the next steps? The next steps is that we will receive that PFMA application so that we can determine the investor. If the investor is not credible, Obviously, the plan says we, we can wind up Mango, but there's value in Mango, um, and we'll have to explore all our, our options to make sure that it goes back to the sky. The, of course, after we have approved and satisfy ourselves in terms of the PFMA, then the other regulatory approvals will have to be undertaken, the Licensing Council and Competition Commission, as I indicated earlier. The second step will then be the settlement of all the claims with the creditors, and in terms of the Companies Act, then we will say the business rescue is substantially implemented and then the notice of substantial implementation can be, then be lodged with the CIPC. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson and Honorable Members. That is the presentation. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Honorable Members, that is the presentation uh, from... Uh, the Department of Public Enterprise. And uh, I think all of us now, we have to engage. Thank you, Mr. McCobbe, for this comprehensive presentation uh, that is helping us to understand where we are in relation to Mango so that we don't get information from the corners, just straight from the horse's mouth. Um, but I will take this opportunity to allow members to engage. Uh, I want to start with uh, Honorable Piri. Honorable Piri. Uh, thanks, Chair. Good morning to yourself. Good year. You are struggling with your voice. I wish you a speedy recovery. Chair, allow me to proceed without opening my video as I'm afraid of the network. I'm at the park and there's a challenge of a network. If it's um, allowed uh, through you, Chair, can I proceed? 
is acceptable under the circumstances? Uh, let me start by greeting uh, the ministry in absentia while the DM will join later if uh, time allows him and uh, greet all uh, colleagues in the platform and the delegation from the DPE and Mango as well as if the business rescue is part. Uh, Chair, there's nothing much, but uh, it's just a worrisome um, picture to our country. Uh, Chairperson, I want to welcome the update. Yes, it's it's honest and fair, but one might uh, have a question that ask you, I ask myself if we can be in a position to attract um, investors as uh, I believe um, in my own understanding as a laysman, not understanding better in the business fraternity, if we can't attract uh, the proper uh, business investor, what will happen to Mango? And uh, it means uh, it's all goodbye or what? Uh, given the suspension of the operating license for two years, how will this affect the business rescue process going forward as well? And Chair, um, you know, in September last year, 2021, uh, it was reported to us that 100 million was received from government for the business rescue process. Uh, can, can we get the update? on the fund, how it was used and how far, yes, there was a table where it showed us uh, somewhere allocated, but specifically, can we be um, apprised by what is exactly on the 100 million without other funds that were in the coffers of um, Mango? And lastly, Chair, uh, you, you know, regarding the local content of the BRP deal. Um, can, can we be given more information about that? Um, as I've said, I don't have much, but to accept uh, the honest and frank report about the mango and, you know, with them, hope that uh, the presenter says there's value in mango. But uh, as as... Carol, myself, looking at how it is from a distance, I, I don't see a value. I, I There's no hope, but when they present, there's hope. Thanks, Chair. Let me stop there. Thank you, Honorable Piri. Uh, can we go to Honorable... Uh, let me check. Uh, Isaac. Good morning, uh, Chairperson. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, morning, all other colleagues uh, and uh, guests that are presenting. Uh, Chairperson, uh, like you, I am somewhat in exile uh, in terms of the uh, electricity problems. I trust that uh, you will return soon from exile, and so will I. <laughs> Chairperson, uh, yeah, now I have welcomed the presentation. Uh, I'm to uh, ask. Uh, and interrogate, and I'll go a little slow with your permission so that we're all able to capture. Uh, uh, the first issue, Chairperson, is uh, 
is why has Mango stopped operating when the airline could have, in my opinion, continued to operate? Uh, did it have anything to do with Lyft Airlines being partnered with SAA on the Takatsu deal? The question is, was this decision not by destructing competition while decisions are being made still on the Takatsu deal? I, I, I hope uh, I was audible and that that was able to be captured, Chairperson. I'd go on to ask then, were there perhaps any Chinese walls with the teams negotiating on the Takatsu deal and the ones then deciding on the sustainability of Mango? You see, these are key issues as decisions made so far, in my opinion, seem det detrimental to a person to Mango and to SAA. I'd like to go further with your permission. Why did the Mango uh, business, business rescue practitioners have to take the department to court for the payment of the appropriated funds? What was the main disagreement? I'd like to understand that. And then, Chairperson, what has been the role of the department in the business rescue process? I think Mr. Makobe touched on that, but maybe he could just uh, briefly uh, explain that. And then finally, uh, Chairperson, uh, why has the state now decided to sell 100% of mango when this is a lucrative business, in my opinion, especially after government through National Treasury, has appropriated funds for the restructuring of the business. And then finally, Chairperson, with your permission, lastly, uh, I'd like to just comment, is that when the Takatsu deal is finalized, will Lyft Airlines be part of this transaction? If yes, then Chairperson, I must ask, <laughs> Will Mango, the Mango Airlines then be sacrificed to make way for Lyft Airlines? Uh, Chairperson, uh, in brief, that, that, that's what I'd like to interrogate with your permission. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks, Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable uh, Isaac. Can we go to Honorable uh, Komani? Right. Honorable Komani. Is Honorable Komani still here? Because I heard uh, speaking, she was the one who was giving, yeah, she's on the platform. Honorable Komani. Chair, I'm sorry, man. I'm being disadvantaged by the by the load shading. I'll write my, my questions. You'll write them down? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's go to Honorable uh, Lamini. 
Hello, uh, uh, thanks, Chair. Uh, uh, good morning, colleagues. Uh, one uh, doesn't have much to say. Uh, maybe we should uh, uh, welcome the report. And though it doesn't give uh, much confidence insofar as uh, saying we will definitely have mango back on the airways. Uh, by December, but yes, we, we understand uh, that's the date that is uh, envisaged. Uh, maybe, Chair, uh, if we can be uh, taken to confidence in terms of how the money that was uh, allocated, because initially it was supposed to cover mango as well. And how did mango fall by the wayside in 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 in, in, in that regard? Thanks, Chair. Okay, thank you, Honorable Damini. Um, let's go to is Honorable Butelezi present? I'm just checking here. I don't see Honorable Butelezi. And then let's go to Honorable. Mkwanazi. Honorable Mkwanazi. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, greetings to yourself, uh, colleagues, honorable members, uh, the delegation from DPE and, 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 and Mango. And speedy recovery, Chairperson, but what I can tell you is uh, please take care of yourself. The fuel is very brutal and it's very uh, painful. Uh, Chair, I have a few uh, questions and <coughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, if uh, the DDG can explain the, the investor process and the, and the time frame. And if there is a potential uh, investor uh, when they're looking at the submission and, and when they're looking at the submissions that they have uh, in the table and what is the time frame to, uh, to finish the whole process. Uh, on the issue of, 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 of aircraft lease uh, cancellation, uh, can I get the details whether there was... Um, legal fees or legal processes uh, around that or there was um, a money uh, involved uh, it was a loss or, or something um and uh, lastly for me chair um is uh what is the 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 the, the, the lesson uh, learned and what are they taking uh, from what happened in SAA to Mango as an experience and <clears throat> uh, to do things uh, better uh, going forward. Uh, that will be for all for me, Chair. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Mkwanazi. Can we go to Honorable Malinga? Honorable Malinga, I think Honorable Malinga uh, is having a problem. Is Honorable Kumede in this session? Yes, sir. Yes. 
Please come in, sir. Honorable, before you come in, Honorable Isaac, is the hand a legacy or just you've got you missed something? Chairperson, uh, yes, I did raise my hand. I missed something, but uh, perhaps you'll just give me a uh, follow up After, afterwards. Yes. Thank you, okay, sir. Honorable. Chair? Yes. Uh, am, I, uh, am I audible? Yes, sir. You are loud and clear. Thank you very much. And again, uh, all of us, it looks as if uh, lot sharing is killing us. You know, I was simply cut only when I was checking that, you know, it was the, the, the lot shedding. Uh, Chair, greetings to you, greetings to the colleagues, uh, the Mango team, as well as the ministry. Chair, I want to say I've been Jamini, uh, Honorable Jamini, covered me to a, a certain extent. Uh, I want to believe, Chair, that uh, the 819 is part of the 10 billion that was a process of uh, the PR plan when we were resuscitating uh, SAA. However, at the time when this budget was mooted, uh, the, the 819 was not for this restructuring process which is the PR rescue process. It was a kind of a normal process of restructuring, which was going to talk about uh, resuscitating the boards, uh, pay the employees, pay whatever, uh, in fact, was to be paid for in order to get the, 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 the mango aircrafts back on the road. That was my understanding. I'll be happy if uh, that can be explained to us. Uh, in fact, what has made the change? If that change was a strategic change, um, one is going to be happy and why that initial perhaps restructuring process was forsaken and then decided to go for this route of a, 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 PR, a PR plan. So that's the one. Uh, uh, Honorable Jamini he, he has, has the same understanding as I have. However, uh, the, 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 the only thing is, yes, it was part. It's only that it differs from the processes that have been taken. But if we can be explained on that one, I'll be happy, Chair. The, 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 the second one, Chair, uh, my understanding is that we were going to uh, resume uh, the routes on, the, on December 21st. Uh, however, with the recommendation or perhaps the suggestion by AA 
that uh, the, 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 the plan, the rescue plan, be, 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 be amended. And then everything then came to a standstill. And that came with quite a lot of repercussions in terms of risks that in fact uh, happened. I want to believe standing this side that uh, the recommendation to amend from my side was not an honest uh, recommendation because it started delaying all processes. You know, those that are in fact uh, the accountants, they will understand when you, the economics, yes, in fact, you will understand that when you advertise something, there is something that is called, um, it's a counter uh, advert. When you talk bad ab about your competitors, such that at least you hope to win. My understanding in this instance, uh, the, the SAA realized that mango may take off too soon, right? Before uh, SAA, hence is the recommendation that the business plan be amended. I just want to say, Chair, if I may ask uh, th this question. When the plan was drafted, it, the, 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 the practitioner did not realize that the, the, the investor was so critical such that the plane or perhaps the aircrafts could not take off without the, the investors. Because that's what the, the SAAA, the AA is arguing, that it cannot, it, it's because of the AA, only the AA, only the investor is on board, then the plan could be effective enough. So there is a little bit of a confusion there. My argument is the plan, in fact, the practitioner, or it was just an omission on the side of the plan that the investor was critical, such that when it was planned, then it was discovered that uh, without uh, the, 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 the investor, uh, the plan can't be implemented. So that is uh, what uh, I need to be perhaps uh, explained. As well as the, 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 when the, the decision to amend, was the practitioner happy with that amendment? Because it could have been that the practitioner was not happy because they had the timelines. If you had the timelines, uh, you are not going to achieve that. Hence, you can see that all the programs are being dragged because we missed the December 21, which in fact was to resume the operations. As a result of uh, the, that amendment, those operations were then uh, put aside to such an effect that all the 412 staff were then put on board. And then it was a zero uh, kind of uh, employment, except with the only four contractors that were left 
to make sure that they 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 run the situation. I'm as well, Chair. I'll be interested that uh, we at least be taken into confidence. I think we all of us here we must understand that we work as a team. Can we then be taken into confidence that the six bidders? When whether it's the department or it's mango, it's mango in, in itself, or, or even the, 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 the practitioner, when they look at this among the six bidders, which one is the most uh, it's better? in terms of that may stand a better chance in terms of the capacity, the technical skills, finances, and many others. So at least we need to know that how is that going to help us really? Because we don't want to find ourselves having to fall into a, a kind of a predicament or a situation where when we were talking about the SAA, and then there are those challenges where we were faced that, uh, in fact, were the, the minority rather than the majority. These things, if they are discussed with us and we are primed so that any other, whether it's, a, it's media or outside people, do ask questions or scope in this instance, call for a meeting, we boldly say we are part of uh, the, 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 the situation. The, the other question that uh, I may want to ask as much as I have a kind of a situation, are we really on track with the timelines? Uh, I, I, I understand that there is a, a bidder a, a potential bidder, uh, it's only, it's awaiting some of those elements like the PMFA uh, that in fact are to be uh, finalized. But are we happy with all the processes? Do we have all the ticks in those boxes that are there? Uh, the last time I remember some of the delay, which in fact has caused uh, the slow coming of uh, the, the, the report from the SAA was the exorbitant charges that were coming from the PR uh, business rescue practitioner up until today. We have not received any report from the SAA that in fact will take us or give us the update. It's because there were, my understanding is that there were negotiations because the, 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 the practitioner or perhaps uh, it was too exorbitant uh, for, for them when they charged uh, the department. The, 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 uh, the other question is, Yes, we understand that there is a 734 that was received, uh, the 225 less 85. What's critical about keeping that 85? What is that 85 million for? Uh, 
uh, yes, I understand we have negotiated, but it tells me that uh, it looks as if the budgeting uh, could have been a, a thumb suck uh, budgeting. Uh, you cannot have a person who would have budgeted, budgeted, budgeted properly and could have in fact cut to the bones and easily accept that yes, uh, I'm cutting uh, the 85, keep that 85. Oh yes, is it the 85 you reach an agreement? Yes, it's agreed. But what is that 85 million for, which was to be uh, kept aside? Another question, Chair, I will have for the AA. What, what, what was Chair the the the, the strategic about the delay of the 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 PR plan? Because it looks as if there were very serious um, uh, 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 idea about the, 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 the plan, Chair. Uh, otherwise, Chair, those are the things that, in fact, uh, I've got a feeling. And also be given a, a little bit of a time frame that when do we anticipate to have the second uh, uh, resumption of uh, perhaps the operations? because it's quite true. Uh, also, yes, support the idea that if ever the project is successful, we will be happy perhaps as this team that some of the people that were retrenched, uh, if they are still unemployed somewhere, that a process be undertaken, that those people be again revisited and be re-employed to come back and work and do the work. Otherwise, Chair, let me wait uh, perhaps uh, from there. Yeah. There are too many risks, but coming, I think the risks came from the amendments that were in fact mooted by SAA. Thank you very much, Chair, for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Gumede. Can we go to Honorable Shabalala. Oh, before, before, there is Honorable Isaac, you said you left something? Yes, uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, uh, quickly, um, you know, Mr. Makobe uh, makes it clear in his presentation that there is value in mango. And of course, we all know that 819 million was initially allocated. Uh, you know, I just wanted to get clarity on, on what has prompted exactly and motivated uh, the withholding of the balance of the 85 million rand after discussions with SAA and DPE. I just wanted to get clarity on that point. Thank you so much, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Isak. Uh, Honorable Shabalala. Thank you so much, Chair. Um, let me greet everybody in the meeting. I greet all of you, um, members of parliament, uh, obviously, today, Makhuba, including Dr. Lamola. Chair, um, yes, we welcome the presentation and we wish you well as well, speedy recovery. Chair, the most important element of Mango Airlines uh, BRBR uh, business rescue uh, plan 
involved in my understanding an attempt to save the airline through planned resumption of operations in December 2021. And the planned resumption of operations uh, that were predicted um, on four factors. And those four factors, firstly, was that you wanted to uh, restarting flight operations in December, obviously, that's what you reported on 2021 for the airline really to generate ticket sales revenue. Second reason you gave was to reduce the headcount of employees from the 708 to 412 through the voluntary severances packages, VSPs. Uh, thirdly, uh, it was to do resumption of operations with, uh, with three um, opposed um, sorry, so sorry about that. Planned resumption operations meant that Mingo uh, granting, yeah, yeah, sorry, so let me get to my train of thought there, I missed it. But the third part was that it was resumption of operations with three as, as opposed to eight aircraft. And lastly, was to granting vouchers to passengers who bought tickets uh, before Mango went into business rescue. In practice, you meant that the planned resumptions of operations meant that Mango could begin operations without generating a private sector interest. However, now, um, you know, the SAA board was obviously against the planned resumptions of operations as the board was convinced that Mango could not restart sustainable operations before the introduction and onboarding of strategic equity partner, which is where we are getting to now and with requisite uh, funding that is needed. Now, consequently, that, uh, you know, the planned resumption had to be amended, and that's what we understand. Now, the amended BR plan indicates that Mango will be sold 100% to a new investor, and that's why I have a fundamental problem. That scene, it may, it may be fair to what the argument you're saying as, as the Mango as SAA is to say that the planned resumption of operation should have been considered as the first and last uh, means to address Mango's challenges. So that's where I'm at. However, the, the important element of Mango's airline uh, business uh, rescue plan is that if the airline fails to attract private sector buyers, the airline would be down, which involves selling its asset to pay creditors. And at the moment, Mango has not concluded the investor process, and this may lead to the depletion of the remaining allocated funds as per the special appropriation bill before the investor process concludes. And this is where you are when you say you are busy, you've identified the, the person or the investor would be, it's, it's showing attraction and, and the issue is being handled. However, important is that Mango's assets are substantially less than the 2.8 billion it owes its own creditors. In other words, should Mango fail to attract private sector buyers, uh, let's say for argument's sake, uh, what you have going on, it fails. It will struggle to sell its asset to pay these creditors. Further, furthermore, one of the cited reasons as to why Mango's assets are not enough to cover the outstanding debt is primarily because the airline does not own, but rather leases its fleet of aircraft. And I'm worried to Chaperson about this matter because this is where we found ourselves with the SAA 
and we had to read on papers and so forth to say SAA was sold to nothing. And now what is going to happen with Mingo in this instance? The issues for consideration from what I'm seated is that the initial business rescue plan indicated that Mingo could not resume operations while in the state ownership, but the, but the SAA board disagreed, officially agree with them, ultimately paying the way for private sector players to provide the airline with capital and buy it. Uh, but I want to ask, what were the reasons behind the decision of the SAA board to propose an adjournment of the planned resumption of Mingo's operations, if we can get it from them? Experience shows that the private sector is not interested, Chaperson, in buying unprofitable SOEs. Now, if Mingo is a loss-making SOEs, as it has been made to be now, what then are, are some of the reasons why the private sector is interested in buying SOE? Meaning, I want you to expand, Dr. Mahoba or uh, Dr. Lamola, that what would be the reasons really for private sector be interested in buying the SOE if it's unprofitable, unless if there's something that we don't know that the private sector knows or yourselves you would know so we would like you to share with us the amended brp plan indicates the investor will hire new staff based on the operating model of the sold mango airline the question is are there any attempts on the side of the department of public enterprises to ensure that the investor retains some of the employees that exits uh, via the uh, vsps Lastly, the, the plan indicates that money has been set aside to pay creditors, given that Mingo, um, you know, currently owes its creditors the 2.8 billion and, and the funds is received from government and not enough to pay these creditors. Does this mean that Mingo will request funding from the government to pay its creditors in case the investors is not forthcoming? This is a very important question because quite often ourselves being the ANC as a member of parliament we find ourselves having have to go and really debate such uh, uh, appropriations and when you request this monies the next thing the opposition comes very hard on us in so far saying that the government is paying billions in terms of rescuing SOEs that are not profitable obviously their stance don't want these SOEs they feel they should go to private sectors but right now this is where you are getting us into so I want you to be very clear that does it mean that you're going to request more funding from the government to repay these creditors in case you don't have an investor? But what then becomes left for the government that would have invested so much in this airline at the end of the day? What does government get out of it? Does it mean everything went down and that's it, you are shutting down, but we have to pay again as government? What, what, is, it, what is the end of the bargain in so far as government is concerned on these matters? Thank you so much, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Shabalala. Uh, Honorable members, I think that's uh, the least I have of members that uh, present here were in a position to engage. But before I gave to the Department of Public Enterprise to answer, including, of course, the board, I just want to, to ask the same question which was asked by Honorable Isaac, 
while I'm covered by my colleagues on most of other questions. But I just want to ask this question a different way, taking into account that uh, mango has been more viable since it's a low-cost airline. Why uh, SAA could not take mango as part of the same deal? I'm asking this question because low-cost low cost airlines seem to be more business uh, variable or they are more uh, profitable than other uh, airlines which are like uh, I can say those with first class or business classes on the basis that the middle class, the lower middle class targets the low cost house. I mean, the low, the low cost airlines most of the time. They, they deserve fair. It's making a lot of business and it's always standing even after COVID because it's a low cost uh, airline. Uh, why would not consider uh, as SAA Maybe the chairperson of the board will be in a position to say something around that, the interim chair. Why it's not part of that package? Why they could not be bidding also to take over Mango? You know, the second thing that I need a clarity, Mr. Makob, is that we are not talking here about uh, the state or the, 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 the public having interest in the ownership of mango. Am I mistaken if I am thinking that the department is talking about disposing totally uh, with no interest or no shares uh, in relation to mango? Mango is just sold to any viable bidder to take over with no interest of retaining it uh, as part of a state-owned entity or perhaps a shareholder of that entity. That, that, that's what I want us to be clarify in the process of, of responding to our questions. Uh, I'm giving over to you, uh, starting with the chair and then the department continue. Hey, thank you, uh, Chairperson. I will answer the various questions from the honorable members yes, as a collective and in some kind of a, of a systematic way. My colleague, board member, Ms. Zwane, might add if there is any material omission that I might have made. I will leave matters that I believe are better addressed by the DPE, in particular, Mr. McCoy will come in. I will, Chairperson, focus on just reminding the meeting or the honorable members the history of, of that brought us where we are, touching both on the, the performance, the performance history of, of, of Mango as well as the legalities, the processes that was followed, what is the objective of the BRP, and the, what are the consequences 
somehow addressing the concern articulated by Honorable Chabalala at the end. A chairperson, a, a Mango a Airlines. First of all, let me begin by saying that South African Airways is a group a, with, a, a, strictly speaking, four subsidiaries, if one include the SA travel centers. A, those subsidiaries is, are Airships, uh, SA uh, Technical, and Mango. The, the, the entity that was brought into, into business rescue uh, was the South, was SAA as the airline uh, uh, in uh, March uh, 2020. Uh, um, uh, Mango and the, the subsidiaries were not into business rescue. It's important to, 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 to remember this. And that the, the issues of the of the SEP of the of SAA came out as a as an address of the rescuing of South African Airways as a, as a solution. The solution proposed being that South African Airways has to be uh, has to be allowed to be uh, decoupled from a dependence on the fiscals by an introduction of an SCP. That was a totally separate uh, a process, which we should uh, really uh, totally immunize from our thinking when we deal with, 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 with the Mango uh, process. Mango chairperson, uh, yes, it was an, an, is a, a, is an LCC, a low-cost uh, carrier. Uh, and, and the theory is that the low-cost carriers are supposed to be more agile and more profitable, etc. But the, the reality uh, which uh, the, the board of SAA as the, uh, the holders of 100% of the shares in Mango, uh, and that had to deal with the performance of Mango, had to reckon with around uh, April, May uh, of 2021, which was at the start of the financial year, was the fact that Mango was not profitable According to the, the financial year end results uh, of uh, uh, March, during March 2019-2020, Mango had deposited a loss of about 134 million uh, rands. Uh, the following year, uh, 2021, Mango had deposited a loss of about 500 million, million rands. Uh, and, and, and at that time, there was the, the whole challenge of, uh, of COVID. Like all airlines, Mango was grounded uh, from the beginning of, uh, from, the, from the end of, of March during the hard lockdown. And it attempted to get into operations on the 20, in June uh, 2020 thereafter. By that time, Mango was at a two year loss record and Mango had to face a very difficult uh, uh, operating environment. At the same time, Chairperson, uh, the board of SAA was uh, provided with a forensic uh, uh, report that had been uh, uh, launched by the, the board of Mango in 2017-2018, the Funduzi uh, forensic report. Which forensic report was uh, indicating that the financial records of Mango or the reported performance, positive performances of Mango 
in the year 2017-18 that showed that Mango had made a profit of 105 million rand were actually questionable. And that Funduzi forensic report chairperson is still live to a degree because when Mango was taken into into uh, business rescue, as the board of SAA, we submitted that report to the BRP uh, with the request that the BRP take into account that, that uh, uh, fundamental architecture of the, of the financials of Mango as the BRP reconstruct uh, financially a rescue process uh, for Mango. So that's one, one, one matter that uh, that the financial performance of Mango was very negative and very dire, uh, uh, to, to the point that I'm, I'm dealing with why was Mango put into business rescue, to the point that chairperson, in May 2020, one of the, of the creditors of Mango put Mango into uh, or made an application for the, for the liquidation of, of Mango as a defensive uh, position. The board of Mango passed a resolution requesting, or according to the PFMA, giving a notification and making a request to the ultimate shareholder that Mango should be put into business rescue to obviate a messy situation where the creditors of Mango will put Mango into liquidation. As it goes with these processes and the red tape of our legislative, of our legislative situation, uh, the the SSSSA board was waiting for for this uh, permission from uh, national treasury, etc. Into July, Mango's situation was deteriorating. Mango couldn't pay ATNS for its navigation uh, uh, costs. ATNS uh, was uh, grounding Mango. The situation was so bad, chairperson. Please let us remember that in July, on July 26th uh, in 2021, the two unions uh, at Mango uh, made an application to the High Court for Mango to be put into business rescue. We as the board had to go to court to compete that the unions do not have charge over the appointment of their, uh, their business rescue because we wanted to ensure that that the process that will be taken will be the one that will be that will be conducted uh, soberly and in a way that will ensure that all the stakeholders uh, are taken uh, care of. So uh, there was, I think the point is clear that there was just uh, first of all no willy-nilly or any under or any other motives rather than the performance ones that Mango had to be put into business rescue. And this addresses in part the questions raised by, a, uh, by um, the Honorable Isaac about the linkages or the suspicions about the lift and the Dagazo Consortium, et cetera. Uh, uh, that, 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 that on the side, Chairperson. And, and, and then, then, then the, 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 the important part, the important point to emphasize is that the, the the reason why the so sorry, when the, when the, when a, uh, a company goes into business rescue, uh, the business rescue practitioner take complete control to the degree that the board uh, is essentially put on ice. 
We as the board, since from the 2nd of August, when Mr. Sono was appointed as the uh, as the the British as the, as the BRP, a a our, our, our secondary informants, we have to ask, we have to request for information uh, from uh, from the BRP. We are in a fortunate position because one of our subsidiaries, a, a South African tech, SAA Technical, is one of the creditors of Mango. Therefore, we serve or we have a seat in the creditors committee where our CFO sit. So there is there's one legal uh, avenue that we get informed about what is happening uh, with Mango. I need to put on record in this regard that because of the situation, we do not have a kind of a relationship as the board of SAA with the BRP that uh, we will have uh, ideally uh, wished for. Um, we, we, we have to ask for information uh, from the BRP. And, and that, in a way, was epitomized by the events around uh, uh, October, uh, around October the 7th, 2021, that the members alluded to. When we as the board of SAA were, were, were horrified to learn that the, the, the BRP was intending to start operations of Mango, uh, when we were aware at the time that the market conditions and the market conditions, aviation market conditions in South Africa, was so bad that, uh, uh, that Mango will not be able to, 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 to be sustainable based on the internal airline economics information that SAA is, is, is being managed there, managed with. By that time, we had started SAA operations from the 23rd of September, and we're dealing with very difficult conditions in the market. You will recall, Chairperson and members, that by that time, uh, Comair BA was on business rescue itself. Uh, and what happened, Chairperson, uh, fortunately, uh, we managed to get uh, concurrence with the BRP that, that uh, Mango should not start operating uh, in December, on December the 2nd, as they had wanted to start, um, uh, uh, based, based on, on, on what we, we our, our assessment, as I mentioned. And we were vindicated, Chairperson, because during that day, December, there was a second wave of COVID that came to be known as uh, Omni, Omni, Omricon. Because of Omricon, we also, the whole of the South African domestic uh, uh, airline uh, industry was grounded. Uh, so that could have been a huge disaster uh, for, 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 for Mango. Leaving alone the case that, the point that was alluded by one of the members, uh, member Chabalala, that uh, Mango that doesn't have, Mango doesn't have any assets didn't have any asset, uh, asset in terms of uh, uh, owning a fleet or having aircraft on its balance sheet. It was going to run or was running on, on leased aircraft. All the lessors were, were, were already hounding Mango. And uh, one of the leasing company, Jikas, um, uh, uh, insisted at that point or started or triggered a process where all the lessors were already taking the aircraft back. The point by the time, Chairperson, by December, was that the Mango had a, a and still is sitting with a, uh, uh, a, a liability of 
8 billion rands, including uh, what is now 130 million rand that is, that is unflown ticket liability, which Mango owes the public who had bought tickets uh, uh, by, by June, hoping that they would fly in Mango. So uh, the, 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 the state of the, of, the, of the company, besides what I, I began with by giving its, uh, its, its historical, that it is the historical performance that it has not been, it had not been profitable. It had accumulated this huge debt uh, of 2.8 billion. It couldn't pay uh, its, its, its leasing contracts, the source where we're withdrawing their, their, their aircraft. Uh, ATNS was grounding Mango. Uh, we had to ourselves argue, be in long meetings with, with the ATNS, pleading with them before Mango was, was grounded. So the situation of Mango had been very dire. Where we are uh, currently, Chairperson, for me to, to fast forward to, so that other members can comment, is that we as the board are, are, are cognizant of the legal uh, purpose of BRP. The legal purpose of BRP, as we all know, is a watered down, a, is a watered down process of a liquidation. It's somehow akin to what in the United States they'll say a section 11 protection. Okay? We are into this process because we owe creditors 2.8 billion rand plus a, a public 130 million. Now, if you talk about the brand value, of a of of mango, a, the brand value of mango is on its customers. We are sitting with people today in the world of social media, a, who unless actually at some point they're going to create a storm a, when a, this process does not come to a, a a good or a positive conclusion, because those a, a ticket holders will be included into concurrent a concurrent uh, uh, creditors, which uh, according to how the process works, uh, uh, honorable members, is that the, 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 the funds that Mr. Makobe explained that is about 256 million rand that is sitting currently from the 890, that 250. You can imagine that people who have been owned or companies that were owned 2.8 billion rand they will have to take a portion, they have to split among themselves. They're 250 million rand. And that is based on what is called a waterfall principle, which means according to the laws of liquidation and BRP, there is a pecking order where, for instance, SARS will have to be paid first, a secured a creditors like the banks will have to be paid. And after they've all been paid, there might be, say, 150 million rand. That is what the 2.8 billion credit holders of Mango are going to have to split among themselves. And for the comfort of, uh, of uh, uh, what was told by, Ms., uh, by, by uh, Honorable Chabalala, uh, the, the, this is a, a B, BRP that we are into. It is a mechanism of ensuring that uh, the company, the shareholder being SAA and ultimate shareholder, which is the state, is protected from comebacks. There will be, if, if, if the SCP process does not work, uh, Mango will have to be worn down. The creditors have already accepted that they will take four cents out of every rent. 
uh, that they are owed, uh, which is which is the result of the Twitter fault. So they will walk away. Mango will be closed down, uh, and no one will be owing anyone any, anyone any money. So why the SCP? Why uh, are we? Uh, uh, why will the private sector? be interested in a company in this state. Uh, as the board of SAA, in December, October, we insisted that uh, let Mango uh, be taken to the market. Let the market uh, uh, decide, which was not only our decision because when the company is in business rescue, the, the, the business rescue has a legal prerogative. You can instruct the business rescue practitioner what to do. But in our interaction with the business rescue practitioner, we finally managed to persuade the business rescue practitioner that if a strategic equity partner can come with some money, at least the, the ultimate dividend that will be paid to the creditors will be better than the four cents that, or that the, the creditors are lining up for, including us as SAA who are owed SAA, is owed about uh, sad. It's owed about four hundred million rand, uh, or has lost. We are losing for those to four hundred million rand uh, that is owed. Uh, that in, because SAA technical was servicing Mango uh, aeroplanes, etc. So, so, so that was that was that was the, the idea. And 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 chairperson, the 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 the, the risk that the private sector uh, investors want to take on mango is really something that we where we are should really not a it is a risk is their risk the, the south african domestic airline market is not a safe market there are very serious risks the point that was put by the board of saa that mango must wait has been vindicated by what has happened to 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 com air Today, we don't have Kome in the market. Kome went into a terrible liquidation, yeah. uh, which would have happened with Mango had Mango started to fly. Uh, uh, however, the, the analysis of the market is that prior to where we are today, prior to the shutdown of COVID, the market, there, there is an element of overcapacity in the market. By overcapacity, we mean that there are more aircraft, there are more airlines who are deploying aircraft, chasing routes in our, in our, in our market. That is not a, a sustainable a, because the more capacity you have, the law of uh, supply and demand dictate that your prices go down. And most of the airlines were running at the loss. Kome was running for the, at the loss at many, for, many, for, for a number of years. SAA was running routes at the loss uh, for a, a number of years, it happens in this industry. Even when we started our 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 operations in September, we had to do what is called market development, where we have ran a number of frequencies to Durban, etc., at the loss until we reached a point recently as SA. So, so, so this there's, there's a major risk. Uh, there's a risk that. Uh, 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 as much as we can say that uh, there is value in, 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 in Mango, there is, a, there is a risk that the BRP is sitting with currently where the, the BRP has to assess that uh, the, 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 the proposed SCP is coming with a, a viable solution 
that will ensure that mango will, 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 will fly again. Uh, but, but the market conditions are such that such an SCP uh, has to be a very, very creative SCP. And all of us uh, will be happy if such an SCP will say they have enough money to, to improve on the dividend uh, that uh, the concurrent creditors, including SAA and others, will receive a, a second or maybe even that they will be able to re-employ a number, uh, some of the staff that we will all, all be happy to see all those skills not lost in the airline industry. Uh, and then thirdly, they will have a requisite uh, funding to, to run a sustainable airline for, for quite some time. And of course, there are, there are very serious obstacles. The first obstacle being the, the airline, the airline, the air licensing council uh, 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 vigilance uh, these days, where currently the, the Mango's license is, uh, is, uh, is suspended uh, for, 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 for a period of two years. And there is also a risk that the, the AOC, the Air, 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 Airline Operating Certificate of Mango, is, a, is, is, a, is in a very dubious position because to sustain an airline operating certificate, you have to undergo an audit by South African CAA. And during that audit, you have to prove that you have what is called post holders, that is key staff that will ensure that when you start an airline, it's going to be run safely and sustainably. Mango currently uh, does not have uh, post holders that will satisfy the sustenance of its uh, AOC. I engaged the BRP uh, since I had been moved into an executive position at SAA. Uh, uh, the BRP, when the news broke about the suspension of the Air Services Licensing Council, uh, license of, of Mango, and, and, and the view uh, of, the, of the BRP was that uh, uh, that's not a serious threat uh, to the, uh, the, the, the oncoming or the, the preferred or the evaluated uh, uh, bidder, uh, which uh, we believe in where we sit, that uh, it is a very serious risk. And, 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 and we believe that to a degree, it could be one of the factors that had led the BRP process on the selection of the SCP to be to be where it is uh, currently. I will before I stop, Chairperson. Uh, let me make this uh, particular point in relation to the timelines. As the board of SAA, we are we are we are having a kind of an oversight, but like I'm saying, a limited oversight over the processes of the BRP because. In, in effect, it is South African Airways that is uh, funding the, 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 this, this, this process as the monies from the, from the DEPE uh, goes through the books uh, of SAA. And we are concerned that the BRP process must not be prolonged in, uh, uh, unnecessarily because the more it is prolonged, the more it costs a lot of money. So we are putting pressure on the, on the business process uh, practitioner to conclude this process as soon as possible. We are, as the board, are putting a, a pressure to ensure that the process of the selection of a quality and viable SCP is done as judiciously and as cogently as possible, that when we receive 
the Section 54 application, which the BRP has decided will be the official moment within its legal powers to disclose the, the nitty-gritty details about the bidder, that it is a kind of a bidder who will, in, who will ensure that we do not then go through a long process of regulatory uh, checks and, 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 and things like that that will then prolong the BRP uh, process where SAA or where the 890 million rand will, will, will get exhausted. Mr. Matkobe will, will comment on, on the, the, the terms of the retention of the 85 million, which was one of the reasons. Because Chairperson, you will, you will recall that SAA has come, SAA as SAA, has come out of a BRP process where the dispute with the fees that were charged by the BRP became a matter of uh, public, uh, uh, public uh, newspapers and, and debate. And we are trying to avoid our situation that with our experience at SAA and at uh, shareholder DP of dealing with the business process uh, uh, processes, that we want this uh, process to be, to be swiftly uh, wrapped up and, and wrapped up in a way that all the parties uh, will, be, will be happy. Thank you, sir. Chaperson, are you still there? Yes, I thought Mr. Mokoba is going to follow. Okay, Chaperson, I'll follow. Yeah. Yes, okay. um, I'll, I'll really answer in seven buckets um, the, to give the responses. The, the chairperson has covered other issues. And, and the question was asked, what is the nature of the deal? Uh, the deal will be placed before us, as we had indicated, uh, through a PFMA application. We'll evaluate the deal. We'll have to negotiate the deal and decide on the appropriate stake. And I know the business rescue plan says it's 100% safe, but it's within our rights as a shareholder to negotiate because that process was run by the business rescue practitioners. And once he has made... Uh, and that decision, and he has made these negotiations, he must bring it to the shareholder, which is the department. And the shareholder will then have to negotiate the deal and make sure that the deal makes commercial sense, that it is viable. And if it is not, we'll then have to look at other options. So once the PFMA is, is submitted to us, we will make that determination whether, you know, is it a fair offer? Are they getting the, the best value out of, are we getting the best value out of this government? And then we'll go through a period of, of, of negotiation. And that's when we'll come and say, this is the percentage uh, that we've been able to negotiate with that particular investor. Now, the other question that has been asked by the honorable members was, why did the BRP want to take us to court? The reason was that, as we indicated in the presentation, that before we release the money, we wanted to understand what is that money going to be utilized for? And we're quite strict in terms of how the money uh, will be used. Yes, the money has been appropriated, but we, we, we wanted to make sure that we are frugal in terms of you know, spending taxpayers' money. And, and that, that, that negotiations between us and the BRP has led to us to save 85 million 
of taxpayers' money, which really must be celebrated because the creditors also had to reduce the, the dividend that they get. So he had to go and negotiate with the creditors and say, no, the shareholder wants to save 85 billion out of this process. Let's see where we can cut. And we, that's how frugal we are when it comes to taxpayers' money. And as a result, uh, we, we came to an understanding, yes, he wanted to take us to court. Yes, it was a tough uh, negotiation process because we wanted to save taxpayers' money. And until we get that agreement and then it was presented to the creditors, and thanks to the creditors of Mango, that was agreed and 85 million was saved. In terms of, uh, the chairs also touched on it, what is the value for, man for Mango? I mean, why would people be interested in Mango if it, uh, it is at a state where it is and it doesn't really have a lot of tangible assets except that engine that it has? Um, the brand, the name of Mango is quite important. That's why people are interested in it. Uh, that's why the issue of the licenses also have to be addressed uh, so that whoever is investors, they make sure that this license and the issue of the rules, uh, which shows that there is value in, 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 in Ready Mango. And if we have the working capital to keep it going as, as government, we will have done that. And that's the reason why um, we were saying it, it should not fly because there was no working capital at that time to enable it uh, to fly. So with regard to the timelines, we, we are waiting for the PFMA. Uh, we are putting pressure as both uh, SAA board and the department to make sure that uh, that application comes. Uh, and once it comes, the law gives us 80 days to evaluate the application and make the necessary decisions that we need to make uh, as the shareholder. With regard to the appropriation, I think let's just clarify that 819 million was appropriated for Mango. And, and then we had made the savings of 85 million, as, as I had said. Uh, but what was required was 2.8 billion. That was what was owed by the creditors. So we managed to negotiate it down and cut it to the bone and at least get 85 million also back to the fiscals. So, so the reason why it was not flying, there was more money required for working capital and there was no funding for that. With regard to the employees, yes, Honorable Shavalala, we will really appeal to the investor once we have uh, our negotiations with them to pr prioritize the former employees of Mango uh, if this deal then, then goes through. The question was asked, um, what about other bidders? Obviously, they could not produce the proof of funding. Uh, those that were able to, the, okay, or the bidder that was able to produce the proof of funding is the one that, that went through. I think I've covered uh, the question that has been asked. Thank you very much. Okay, um, that is it. Uh, honorable members, now that we got the responses, uh, I'll just check for only one if there is anyone who would like to make a follow up. I'm seeing one person. Is there any second person who also, before I close, who want also to have a follow up? I see one hand, and the, uh, I don't take people who have been provoked. I just want people to to make follow up on the questions they have asked. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, there's only one person 
who will be making a, a follow-up question. Honorable Shavalala. Thank you so much, Chair. Chair, yes, I am doing follow-up. Um, I think from where I am, it's quite encouraging from what uh, Dr. Lamola and, and, and Dr. Makoba is reporting, primarily on the issue of the BRP. Um, around them putting their foot down. For instance, how, what is the money going to be used for negotiating to as far they've been able to? Uh, which brings me to what I want to submit to the committee uh, by saying that, Chair, uh, perhaps had this been done with SAA, we'll be speaking a different language insofar as the charges of BRP. And we've been raising this matter for quite some time. And I understand this issue around accountability of the money and how it's been accounted for in the BRP. Necessarily in the Companies Act, you have a bit of contradiction, if not uh, legislation that needs to be looked at. Now, I would really employ the committee content advisor for them to look into the legal of it. Uh, if it means we must have a joint sitting with DTI, let us do so because we are in the business of SOEs and quite often all of them or most of them, they're ending up on this process. However, there's issues of accountability, money appropriated, uh, the, the kind of tug of war between the, uh, it will be business rescue plan. At the same time, you would have a restructuring plan that goes on. You have government, the department, and you have the BRP also as a person that at the end of the day, if the BRP doesn't feel to be negotiating as much as Dr. Lamla keeps on saying, it was very difficult to convince them, put your foot down and so forth. So I would like to think there's other areas that we need to look at as legislators around that. So I am really submitting that. Can we look into it and come back to ourselves in a close meeting and see how we can take this process forward? If it means we must do a, what we call private members amendment, uh, perhaps is something that we need to look into. So I really employ the committee section to look into this matter. My follow up on the, given the suspension on the license for two years, um, I wanted to ask that uh, Dr. Lamula, when you said, you know, it doesn't, BRP says to you, it doesn't really affect uh, the process going forward. But I wanted to know how does it affect the BRP itself? Um, but you kind of answered it, uh, but I, I, I think I'm still left to understand it. The last one in September 2021, it was reported that 100 million was received from government for the business rescue process. The committee, I think, should receive an update on the use of these funds. Mr. Makoba says it's 85 million or whatever for operation, but I want to understand exactly what is the figure and what was it used for. It doesn't really have to be answered in totality, paired in a written reply that would be mostly appreciated. So we can see and work with you uh, the journey. But I, I'm, I'm, I think I want to appreciate the efforts that the colleagues are putting on, on this matter. Thank you so much, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Shabalala. Uh, can you go to the chair and uh, Mr. Mokoba, if you can? Uh, if I may, Chairperson, thank you. Uh, just a quick direct answer on the SMEC's Licensing Council. Uh, the SMEC's Licensing Council, uh, both uh, the, 
the domestic one and the international one, has become a, a, a terrain of, 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 of a hive of activity by within the airline industry currently in South Africa. As uh, the committee will know, that uh, both councils were recently established uh, only after the, the, the COVID uh, resuscitation of the industry. And, uh, and, 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 and uh, emanating from our own uh, SSAA uh, interaction with the, with the, with the, with the service, with the service council, it is a very, uh, it's a very, like I'm saying, it's a very, it's a cauldron of what is going on, uh, which reflects the competitiveness of the in the airline industry currently, the the the, the at the crux of all of this chairperson is the is the is the scramble for air traffic rights and the routes. Uh, there are routes that were flown by Mango uh, local, including the Zanzibar route. Uh, the routes that were flown by SAA historically very lucrative routes at, uh, within the region, etc. There are routes that were flown by SA Express that is no longer in operation. So all of these routes or the routes generally within the airline industry uh, business uh, uh, dynamics are evaluated in terms of uh, how much money they produce. So there's a scramble for the most lucrative routes. The Air Services Licensing Council are inundated by, by, by competing airlines wanting to grab and get the routes that were flown by, by Mango and the routes that were flown by SAA historically, because according to the law eh, that the councils are working on is that if there has been uh, uh, uninterrupted uh, non-operation for 12 months, eh, there's a risk actually you lose those, uh, uh, those routes. But, uh, but there's a mechanism in law where quarterly also you have to submit what they call the Annex L, where every three months you inform, you send them financial statements, you just give them an assurance that you are still uh, in the business, which SAA had been doing, but Mango had not done since the the, the BRP. Uh, So from from where we sit as SAA board and our understanding of, of, of how this operates, we believe this is a major risk and, and the sadness of it is that uh, this was uh, announced against Mango, I think on the 8th of October, so the 8th of August, when the BR practitioner had published a, a report that uh, he had a shortlisted bidder who was, who was to submit uh, financial uh, instruments, uh, letters of comfort, etc., on the 10th of August. So, so there was uh, the, hence there was such a flurry of activity which forced us to interact with the BRP uh, against the set protocols, uh, where we believed that that had could have had an effect on that particular uh, bid and no longer being interested because one is not dealing with just business people in this environment. One is dealing with bankers, and as we all know. Uh, banks uh, with their credit committees, etc., do not just take things at face value. So in summary, Chairperson, our assessment of the risk intensity or the risk rating of this uh, Air Licensing Council injunction against the uh, Mango is, is, is more severe 
than the one placed by the BRP. The BRP believes that uh, uh, he can or he will be able to find a way around it, but it's going to be a very serious uh, uh, struggle. Uh, because we, as it will be known, we are also currently dealing uh, with the same as services licensing council on some matters they are erroneously raised against SAA. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Prof. I think you've covered the issue, but um, Honorable Chabalala, thank you for indulgence. We'll send the table of how the money was spent, but it was mostly in, in unpaid salaries and the, the other went to the BRP fees, but we'll give a table in terms of um, how the 100 million was spent. Thank you very much for the probing questions and the comments. Uh, they will help us really in shaping uh, this process forward. Thank you. Thank you. Honorable members, that is the tail end of our session. Uh, let me take the opportunity to thank the Department of Public Enterprise and the, the crew from the SAA, particularly the chair of the board. We really appreciate uh, Dr. Lamola for your contribution and the helping the members to understand what is taking on at Mango. We would like to also uh, thanks all the members that participated in this session. And uh, now we get into the end of the session, but I would like just to inform the members that the minutes of the previous meeting will also not going to be presented because uh, we would love uh, the, the secretary to be in a position to help us with presentation of all those minutes together. We can't present the minutes of the last meeting while we still have the minutes of the other meeting that could not be presented because of his absence. Therefore, in the next session, I think he will be back. We'll be in a position to get all our minutes being presented. Thank you so much. The meeting is adjourned, honorable members. Long live the chair. Get better, chairperson. Recording stopped.